Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stream Queens podcast, where we review horror films and horror-adjacent films that you can stream on the internet. I'm your co-host, Rachel, and joining me is Tropical Storm Mars, a stage (laughs) five hurricane full of bloodthirsty alligators. (laughs) You'd think after 47 of these, they'd be getting a little, you know, a stretch, but they get better every every time, I think. Thank you! (laughs) The amount of effort I get that goes into this is so validating. It's paying off. I think I spend more time on that than the review itself. (laughs) Although sometimes they just come together so naturally and i was like Mm. yeah you're a tropical storm that makes sense yeah yeah okay so today we're going to be reviewing the movie crawl a movie that makes me even more glad that i don't live in florida for so many reasons (laughs) but just building a list and put it yeah i think alligator basement is pretty high on the list but it also is the latest edition so yeah Uh yeah 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 but before we get into that mars how are you how have you been? I'm doing okay. Well, I'm doing as okay as anybody can do. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The current times. Yes. What are you? Any, are you doing anything fun to keep yourself entertained through these dark days? Not at all. All right. Not even a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> You're just leaning into the boredom and apathy. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: is that I worked from home for years in an office that was in another state, so yeah. it wasn't even really an option. And you know, I just. I appreciate my. I'm an indoor cat, you know. So <laughs> I don't. Really I am feel, such an indoor cat. I just don't feel the desire to often reach out and find things outside of my immediate environment. Yeah. So I'm pretty good at home. So you know, really, not only have I been training for staying home for years, but it's also just it's you know it's a personality trait. Yeah. I've never <laughs> felt more seen. Than to think of myself as an indoor cat. That puts everything in perspective. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Find Yourself Friday continues. And like an indoor cat, those times that you think you want to go outside and you go outside and you're out there for like, you know, 10 minutes. were made. It's so big and hot out here. I'm going back (laughs) in. All my food is in there. My nap spots. There's bugs. If I want sun, I'll go sit in a... (laughs) I'll sit by a window. (laughs) That is so, the accuracy of that statement is uh, (laughs) far too much. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so I've been doing good. As far as what I've been doing, playing lots of video games. Mm -hmm. And I, as you know, I learned to crochet, so I'm... Oh, yeah. Very, very exciting stuff over here is what I'm saying. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I think you just got to do what you got to do. We got to learn some new extra life skills. I was saying to a friend the other day that I thought the apocalypse was going to be fighting undead hordes and finding caches of canned goods. And, you know, instead, it's just learning to adult in ways (laughs) that I was not prepared for. Like, I gave a haircut recently. Oh, yeah. So that's a thing. Valuable skill. I mean, it's a thing I now know how to do. Yeah. But that's not what I thought the apocalypse would be. So shows that movies lie to you all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And because we grow a lot of produce at my house. Uh So And it's just now everything is starting to produce. Exciting. So... And now it just feels like, oh, it's another day on, you know, like I feel like, you know, it's the farm life. (laughs) No kidding. You're just going to be canning and pickling. It's going to be, yeah. I know. The the mundanity 
a mundanity, mundunity, mundanity, mundanity. I honestly have no idea. Whatever that word of the apocalypse is shocking. Yeah, right. Remember when this first started, and I don't know, seventy percent of the American population was like, "I made sourdough bread." Yeah. It's like that. People are like, just you know, starting to pick up things that I think they wouldn't have otherwise because it seemed boring. But now they're stuck at home and they're like, "Yeah, I'll try to make bread." Right. I haven't tried to make bread, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just next. a matter of time. <laughs> the bread comes full. I love that meme that's like the stages of the pandemic, and one of the stages is making bread. One yeah, and right. one of them is revolution. I was like, yeah, you had to pick your stage that you're in. <laughs> I'm in whatever yarn arts would be qualified. Yeah, I think crocheting is your sourdough bread. Yeah, it is. It is the sourdough bread of fiber arts. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough pandemic talk. I have a warm-up question for you. We haven't done it in a while, but I felt like there was a, a very good warm-up question that naturally sort of followed. Are you up for it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So if you had to face off with something I in like an IRL version of an animal attack, which would you prefer? Having seen this movie, sharks or alligators? Now cast yourself which one is the is the preferable one and why alligators okay because alligators means there's still a chance that i could be on land aha if i'm in the ocean it's it, i'm not even gonna try okay if the shark has decided it's gonna eat me i'm just gonna wait for that to happen yeah, get it over no, with yeah there's no shot but if i'm on potentially on land or potentially could get to land i still got a chance right I'm not a fast runner, so not a great chance, but <laughs> some iota of chance. There is an exists. odd in your favor. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Singular. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, good, good. I. How about you? The one thing with the shark is it, well, you wouldn't see it coming and it would be over fast. And so I think okay. with an alligator, it's more drawn out. So that's advantage shark. But. If I, it really comes down to it, I feel like I could fight my way free more likely with an alligator than a shark. Yeah. Because, like, you do that thing where you, they say, don't pull away if, if an alligator gets you. Actually try to get your arm further inside its mouth. Because there's a flap inside that you can push down. It's what keeps water out of alligators' lungs. And so they'll let you go. Ooh. So I think if I had to pick, it would be alligators for me as well. Yeah. All right. Because I think sharks are pretty goal-oriented. There's not a lot I think you could do to convince a shark to let you go. I mean, you can go for the eyes. You can shove your hand in its gills. But then you're still just in the water. Bleeding. Yeah. And attracting more sharks. Yeah. So yeah. I think alligator. The the, yeah. the ironic twist of this is that the chances of us being in a shark and or alligator is actually much higher that we would get attacked by an alligator than a shark. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both would involve a choice that we've made, yeah. but the choice to be out in the open ocean where there are yeah. sharks is not a choice I'm going to make as right as. as often what's the word i'm looking as here? likely the odds are, yeah as likely as being somewhere where there are alligators yeah, see, i could get myself into alligator trouble because i feel like alligators are are manatee adjacent oh yeah and i love a manatee mm -hmm. i would like to pet a manatee and that's how you get yeah. eaten by sharks it's also I mean, how uh, you get arrested by the government yeah well you know 
I feel like, <laughs> you know, manatee petting gives you the kind of clout when you get to prison that nobody fucks with you. <laughs> they're like, I committed. Hey, new girl, what you in for? Touch manatee the manatee. Go fuck. <laughs> right? Oh, 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 we got a badass here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You'd have to join a gang where it's like another woman who rode an ostrich and a woman who, I don't know. Yeah, but you know there's always that creepy one in the group that's the dolphin fucker. Oh, yeah. You know, so you got to be careful when you're joining the zoological crime ring. (laughs) (laughs) The other person who kept fruit bats or something. Yeah. Mm. It is kind of a a motley crew. Yeah, it is. It is a a crapshoot. And I think in the hierarchy of animal crimes, the manatee petters have got to be pretty high, right? In terms of who you want to hang with. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you're a risk taker. But you also have, are a goal setter. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying like to. Like the add boundaries are a little more appropriate. I feel like. Yeah. Unless it's heavy petting, but that's a whole other story. Um. Right. right. So re- moving on. <laughs> good. That was a good place to move. Transition. On. Okay. So we are going to be reviewing Crawl, which is a movie that I'm super excited to talk to you about because I feel like I try to get so many people to watch this movie and nobody took me up on it. And I realized it's because they were all the wrong person. There was really only one person that I needed to recommend this movie to. And it is you. Because you also enjoy a when animals attack kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like, just the less feasible, the better. Really. The absurdity of this is at a 10. Mm-hmm. And yeah, while it remains to be seen how you felt about the movie... I don't, I'm just excited to talk to you about it. So we're going to finally get around to watching the, and talking about this movie. But before we go much further, I have some exciting news to break on this episode. If you've listened to any of the other podcasts on the Zombie Girls Network, you've probably already heard a little bit about this or at least a little hints of things that might be in the works behind the scenes here. And today I am excited to officially announce... That the Patreon that we have been hinting at is finally going to be coming out on January 1st. Oh my god. I know. I wanted to do a woohoo. That was what my instinct was. But I don't think it was going to sound very just, good. Just so. lean in. Go. If you feel <laughs> the woohoo. <laughs> nope. I hated that. But we'll go with it. Too late. Too late. We're recording. It's forever in posterity. <laughs> I wish you could have seen the little double fist raise and the lean. Because it was, it was a whole thing. I could feel it like spiritually. I may not have been good. able to physically see it, but I felt like I it came through. Yeah, I'm good at translated. <laughs> so okay, so we spent a lot of time planning this and trying to think of ways that we could make the Patreon special and make make sure that it was things that you guys in the audience would be excited about and interested in and it would feel you know good value. So we're gonna offer a ton of perks. We have a bunch of different uh, I guess you call them tiers. So depending on what your budget is, or if you know you just want to throw some money at us, that's fine too. There should be something for pretty much everyone. We're gonna have really fun stuff. Like there's gonna be early access to episodes. There's gonna be extended episodes. There's gonna be bonus <laughs> episodes, which must be heard to be believed. <laughs> <laughs> We've recorded a couple ahead of time, and Mars, you are present for both of them. Do you have any thoughts on the bonus episodes you want to share? Uh, I had a lot of fun with both. 
one of them gets a little hazy towards the end. <laughs> you know so... what? The thing is, is, I'm not even sure which one you're talking about. Oh, I'm definitely talking about the second one we did. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I think we were pretty loosey-goosey for both of them. So Yeah, I will, I will say that for both of them, there came a point, I'd probably say a third of the way in, where uh-huh. I forgot we were recording. Yeah. So that mentality is what takes over for the majority of yeah. both of those for me. <laughs> it's definitely a, it's an unstructured <laughs> Yeah. conversation i mean there is some structure because we like play some games and like do some stupid things but but it's not like a but typical we forget, episode yeah we forget that they're, we're there recording something that other people are gonna hear yeah. it just feels like we're hanging out and we're just yeah having fun and yeah like if you ever wanted to feel what it would be like to just hang out with us when we've had a couple too many drinks if you want to be a fly on that wall yeah (laughs) that's definitely the vibe of the bonus episodes so and there'll be more structured ones as well but i think part of it is just kind of like having that fun of just hanging out so so yeah definitely that's going to be one of the things plus we're going to offer more just in general access and activities directly with us um, I mean, not directly with us, but through the magic of the internet. And yeah, tons more stuff. So definitely keep your eye out on Facebook and on our Facebook page and on the ZG Podcast Twitter for more info as that rolls out. But January 1, put it on your calendar. All right. Anyway, that's that's the exciting news. It's, it's so, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. I really, I, I want it to be fun for you guys too, you know? And I feel like that comes through. Like if the, if we're having fun, I think listeners will be having fun, right? Yeah. Plus stream queens got a logo. Yeah, we did. We got a sweet new logo. Mm-hmm. That was part of the lead up to this. I was like, we got to get our shit together on this logo. <laughs> <laughs> And it turned out so good. I love I it. I love it. I love your little person because I went through various sort of versions with the designer and originally it was not quite, it just wasn't communicating to you. And I was like, you know what she needs? A glass of bourbon. And it was just like, <laughs> it all came together. <laughs> that was the keystone. That was the keystone. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, check out our Patreon. All right. Awesome. So we're going to get to review next, but before that, Really quickly, let's hear a little message from our buddies over at the Here's Johnny podcast. Tales of giant monsters are as old as tales themselves. But what makes those stories fit into the kaiju genre and just how scary can they be? Larry and Justin are pursuing this very knowledge on the Here's Johnny podcast, a horror show that arrives every week, just like your favorite radio drama, but instantly through forbidden sciences known as Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. There are a ton of kaiju out there to learn about. Just listen to your local emergency officials and stay out of their paths. Wait, say that again? Uh, sorry, folks. I'm getting a message from our staff. Uh, folks, we're getting reports that a massive creature has just risen off the coast of this station and is heading this way. Please follow evacuation protocol and... Listen to the Here's Johnny podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. I don't know if this is a movie that can really be spoiled, but let's put the spoiler warning out there anyway. Yeah, I mean, we're going to go through the whole thing. Again, I'm pretty sure you, uh, if you've never seen it, you're not going to be too shocked. You're like, what, there are alligators? What? (laughs) And they're violent? Oh my. Although, you know, the real spoiler here is that Barry Pepper is in this movie. Mm. I had no idea. 
Are you a pepperhead? I love Barry Pepper. Okay, so tell me about, I recognize him. Why do I care about Barry Pepper? I don't know. I care about Barry Pepper because have you ever seen the movie The Knockaround Guys? No, maybe that's why I'm. I, I'm not anti Barry Pepper. I don't have an attachment to him. So, so The Knockaround Guys came out when I was in high school, and I was obsessed with Seth Green. Oh yes, The Knockaround Guys. It's also got Vin Diesel and another guy who I don't know, but Barry Pepper plays the main character, and so I saw the movie because I was obsessed with Seth Green. And then met Barry Pepper. Oh. And just it's just a formulative, formulative memory. So I just have been attached to Barry Pepper ever since. Hey, I mean, like he has kind of magical bone structure, so I could definitely I know, right? see. I guess I just never, I hadn't, I had not seen something that I feel like he always kind of has supporting roles. So there was nothing yeah. that I had seen that made me like Pepperhead. So yeah, I don't know. It's just that one movie because it just is good fond memories for me. I don't necessarily think it's a good movie. Okay. <laughs> I, still, I still love that movie, but for you know nostalgia totally. reasons, not for quality. Totally, I completely. Get you it. should watch that movie though. It's beautiful. I do love Seth Green, so that that yeah. definitely is a good entry point for me. And I like. I'm looking at it now. I like Vin Diesel. I like John Malkovich. This could be a good. This could be a good time. I really like that movie. I, I don't like it because it's a good movie, but I really you just like have it an affection for what for it. it is. <laughs> Listen, we all have those trash movies that we just we just like them. Yeah, it, just, it is yeah. what it is. All right, well, good. The premise is that Barry Pepper is the son of a crime lord, and he wants to be in on the business, but his dad doesn't think he's got what it takes. Oh. So he, he gives him a job to do, and he's like, you know, if it goes well, maybe I'll let you in on the business, you know, whatever. And so the other guys are Barry Pepper's friends that he calls in to help him, and they're all sort of connected to the crime world through their dads, and you know, it's whoa. Dumb. But I love it. Okay, I mean, it doesn't sound dumb. It sounds kind of fun kind of like an ocean 11's kind of vibe yeah okay. yeah all right and you had me at seth green because yeah like right. you, i definitely <laughs> i could have just started and ended yeah there. can't hardly wait the original oh my gosh. any i mean uh what was a Leatherface? call me Leatherface. what is that one idle hands oh idle hands yeah there's just too much good seth green out there why, why is he not in more things i mean i guess he's now just robot chicken guy but yeah. Have you seen Sex Drive? No. And you t recommended this for me and I forgot to watch it. Is oh he in God. that too? Because we were talking yeah, about Dean plays... It is They're both of them. But Seth Green plays an Amish guy. Oh my God. He and his Amish fellow Amish men uh -huh. are crazy good mechanics, even though they're Amish, okay. I guess. I don't know. So it's and he's incredibly sarcastic, but such a dry sarcasm. And it's, 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 the role is so funny. Oh he just like gives these kids shit the whole time and is like, no, I'm just fucking with you. And then they fix his car. And stuff, and it's really funny. But he looks very natural in like a Amish man beard. Right? <laughs> I need to watch this movie. It's so, it's again, it's another movie that I absolutely love, but not because it's good. Just, I just love it. It's not a great movie, but I love okay. it. All right. I'm going to check it out. Okay, cool. So let me tell you a little bit about this here movie. Okay, so Crawl is from 2019. It is directed by Alexander Aja, who is from the the sort of, uh, they call them the Splat Pack. It was a group of French directors who were doing French extreme horror in the early aughties. So the director, Xavier Jens, who did The Divide was and Frontiers, oh, okay. was a member of this. So his breakthrough movie for American audiences was a movie called High Tension, which I know you and I have talked about, and I suspect we will someday do on the show. 
it is pretty gruesome, but it's it's got a little twisty twist. It's kind of fun. After that, because that movie kind of broke through, he ended up transitioning into making American movies, and he did The Hills Have Eyes remake. Oh, okay. Mirrors, which was the Kiefer Sutherland killer mirror movie. Hmm. I never saw okay. that one. Piranha 3D, which to me... I love Piranha 3D. Gold standard of animal attacks. I mean, obviously Jaws is the gold standard, but for right. fun B-movie, the gold standard is Piranha 3D. Yeah. He also directed Horns, which I enjoyed, which is... Oh, I love that well, movie. Well, there you go. So, And then this is his latest movie. And it was shot over the course of eight weeks in Belgrade, Serbia. Whoa. They built an entire reproduction of a small Florida town, complete with the houses, the floating cars, the gas station. That's crazy. Right? And then also the main location of the movie, which is this super claustrophobic crawl space where most of the action takes place. So he decided to do this movie because he had been off doing kind of more thriller, more dramatic movies, maybe a little sci-fi. And he wanted to kind of get back to his roots of high tension and Hills Have Eyes and do something that was more straightforward horror. And this is the one he ended up doing. And uh, wow. yeah, so we'll, we'll see how we feel about that. Okay. All right. So that's all the details I have on Crawl. I'm going to hand it over to you to do the synopsis. All right. So we start the movie where we meet Haley, who's a college-level swimmer. Mm -hmm. And the first thing we have is her. It's a practice, but it's, you know, they're racing against each other, and she doesn't win. Uh, all, so many of these things just sort of set up a lot of conversations that happen later. Yeah. She looks very conflicted while she's about to swim. Yeah. And, uh... I don't know. Emotional issues are, <laughs> are uh, obvious. As she's getting changed, her... Okay, so again, I... Just sort of out of boredom, I went back and started listening to all of the Stream Queen episodes in order. And it is in The Den, the very first Stream Queen episode where we talk about how we don't get people who FaceTime call yeah, each other. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> it's the very first episode. Because she's calling her sister on FaceTime. I was like, she's screening you because you're FaceTiming her. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so it's funny to me because every time we talk about it, we talk about it like it's the first time we're ever discussing this on the Hilarious. show. But really, we may have done it in every we other episode. We just feel very strongly, okay? And we need to get the message <laughs> out. Do not FaceTime us. <laughs> so I thought that was funny because I did not remember that being the first time we talked about it. And I was like, wow, we just right off the bat. We have strong feelings. <laughs> coming hard for the people who FaceTime call each other. And this one was, was even weirder because Haley is changing while FaceTiming her sister. What about the other people in the room? That Have was my thought. Been was in like, a locker a room? It's just... Yeah, no. It's one thing to feel comfortable getting undressed in front of your sister, which is, I don't know, I don't have a sister, but I wouldn't want that but it's another to be like oh and here's also my whole team yeah that's also that's dressing. super weird yeah super yeah. weird maybe that's just a french thing because nudity is just nbd in europe oh yeah when i was in iceland and i went to the blue lagoon and you have to shower and put on a bathing suit before you go in which is great that's very hygienic i'm for it but as an american i walked in the room and it was just a wall of nudity <laughs> i i like it it knocked the wind out of me. I was so unprepared for just the quantity, the volume of nakedness that I was presented with. And I know that that's just weird American puritanism. 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 Why can't I talk today? Puritanism. Wow. Dude, I'm having issues too. I don't know what it is. Jesus. The stars. It's it the is. Stars. I blame the comet. It's the comet. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I wonder if that's just a weird French oversight. Maybe. I don't We have this joke at work that I'm actually just seven squirrels inside of a human costume. Yes, yes. And now I'm like, well, and that's why no one's ever seen me naked, because I'm actually just a bunch of squirrels in a sweatshirt. <laughs> okay, so yes, exposing the nude teammates non-consensually is creepy. Yeah, also really not okay <laughs> for a lot of reasons. But anyway, not the point of the scene. Haley's talking to her sister, Beth, who's asking her, what are you still doing there? The hurricane's supposed to hit you. And Haley was under the impression it was going to pass by, but it's either changed course or she was wrong or something, but it's coming straight for her. And... The sister, Beth, asks if Haley's heard from their dad. And then we get more backstory where she's like, oh, I'm mad at dad or he's mad at me or something. And oh, mom's on vacation with her new boyfriend and all this, you know, a lot of exposition yeah. on this family history. And Haley decides, or she tells her sister that she'll just drive out there and see if their dad is still at his place, even though her sister's discouraging her from doing that because, you know, it's driving towards the hurricane. Right. So, probably, but you know. I don't know. I've never lived in hurricane country, so I don't know what it's like yeah. to not be able to contact family in something like this. I, yeah. But, you know, I can't but drive like towards really... an earthquake, so I have no concept either. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and, I, you know, but Haley doesn't even seem that concerned about, like, oh, my God, we have to make sure Dad's okay. I'm going to go find him. She's just like, oh, fine. I'll go check on him, you know. So, I don't know. She's very begrudgingly drives out to check on their dad. Some portion of the way there, she gets turned around by police officers because the you know the weather's getting so bad and they're not letting people through and a car has rolled that was trying to get through or whatever. And one of the police officers that stops her is actually her sister's ex-boyfriend, mm -hmm. where we get the very unexpected scene of, so how's your sister? Oh. <laughs> Super married with a baby, bro. <laughs> it's obviously been a great amount of time. The one that could... Move yeah. on. Yeah, yeah creepy you know what's interesting and this i guess is not that interesting but do you know a fact <laughs> literally there are no americans in this movie <laughs> so that guy's english the main girl is is english the sister is welsh and gary pepper is canadian <laughs> so that's not interesting but it's a fact that i know let's move on <laughs> I blame this whole episode on the comment. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's go forward. <laughs> also not interesting. Also a <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Whew. Anyway, so Haley starts to drive away and then changes her mind, takes a back road to get to her dad's apartment complex where she finds that his car is missing, but the dog is not. So she goes through the apartment and everything's kind of in boxes. It's just a lot of clues about what her dad's life has been right. like. It's a lot of unpaid bills and all of the family photos are strewn out on the bed. Yeah, it's sad man evidence yeah. everywhere you look. Also, yeah, at this moment, you're like, like, no, not a dog. I know. So am I going to have to fucking worry about this dog for the next two hours? <laughs> this fictional dog is now everything, the most important thing in my life. <laughs> oh, sugar. Also, I didn't watch this movie with subtitles, but I heard her say hi, sugar, when she first sees her. And then every time after that, for some reason, I kept hearing trigger. And then that is a thing. No, no, no. I. Um... I'm, conspiracy theory i think that they couldn't decide on the dog's damn name because i also <laughs> like maybe the dog's actual real name is trigger i should look in the the, the... okay but i'm not no crazy i it heard it as like well yeah okay okay 
Okay. Well, at least I'm not crazy. Well, I mean, I'm or... not saying that. I'm just saying that I also heard Trigger. <laughs> Thanks. <babe. laughs> or I was like, is this some sort of coherent situation where Ooh. somehow I keep just switching back and forth like there's a reality where the dog's name is sugar and there's a reality where the dog's name is trigger and i'm just seeing both somehow Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's probably way less complicated than that but you know whatever so she knows that her dad didn't evacuate because he would have taken the dog and she you know kind of guesses that he's back at the family house even though he was supposed to be selling it i don't know we find out later that he wasn't able to because the house has too many memories of the family being together mm-hmm. in it and everything. So he just wasn't able to let it go. But she drives out to this house, which, you know, is built right on the edge of a swamp, which in good weather seems like a poor idea. But sure, whatever. <laughs> it's Florida. And, uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. And she gets into the house and there's no power and it's just kind of stuff is wrapped up like it was, was going to be sold or, you know, whatever. It looks kind of half half put together. And she's wandering around. She finds her dad's phone, which is, you know, the battery's dying or whatever. And a tree crashes through the window, which just sort of reinforces that the storm is getting much worse. And she follows Sugar down to the stairs, down into the crawl space under the house, which is where she's assuming her dad has gone. And so she starts crawling around in this crawl space. I have a lot of issues with the way she went about this. Just going to have to start there. It's obviously very gross and damp, right? So why hands and knees? Why not, you know, do that weird little squat walk? I realize it's not effective time-wise, but I'm putting as little of my body and my clothing onto the floor of that crawl space as possible. Okay. Fair. Fair. You know, because you don't want to get out of that and be like, okay, so all of the muck and the mud and the mildew and whatever else is down there is now soaked into my clothing and on my hands and on my phone because she's holding her phone and then also using her phone hand, (laughs) you know. And then when she puts her foot in the mud and then is like, oh, time to ditch the shoes. And it's like, that makes no sense. If anything, it's time to wear more shoes. I don't understand. (laughs) More shoes. You you put (laughs) shoes on the shoes. You put shoes on shoes on shoes. Like, well, you know. And even though there were flip flops. If you were ever like, going to run for office, that would be your platform. Shoes on shoes on shoes. <laughs> shoes on shoes on shoes. Vote Mars. <laughs> I can see the bumper stickers now. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm in the derailing business today. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Dude, as much as you're de- derailing, I am voluntarily falling straight off the tracks. <laughs> trouble man i am hitched i am the caboose hitched to your engine yeah, let's the go the cliff is coming and we're just going right <laughs> on off it <laughs> but it just seems to me even if you get your mud on your foot yeah. right if you're walking around in this crawl space the last thing you'd want to do is also be barefoot i understand it's not going to matter later when the when the basement floods yeah. but you'd think yeah. then not knowing that you're going to be in a flooded basement you'd try to keep as much between you and the floor of that crawl space i mean i would but... i also probably would not be in that crawl space <laughs> <laughs> He's just on the like, stairs calling like <laughs> Daddy O <laughs> That would be the extent of it. Yeah. So she is wandering around in the cross space and she's following the sound of a radio that she can hear. I do I did really like that creepy shot where we're looking at her and then we just sort of see the alligator the alligator shape move by behind yes. her in the distance. That was a cool shot. I liked that one. She finds her dad unconscious behind some pipes, and so she crawls through to get to him, and he has a really bad wound and a broken leg. And so she rolls him onto a tarp to try to drag him out, and as she's dragging him out, she makes it past the pipe barrier, and that's when the alligators show up. Mm -hmm. 
It comes bursting through the fucking... I, the yeah. first time I saw this, dude, and I see subsequent watches, every time I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That shit is terrifying! Yeah! <laughs> so then it's the mad scramble trying to get her dad back past the pipes, which was actually kind of a tense moment. For as much as this movie is supposed to be kind of just a dumb animal attack movie, there were some tense, tense moments. I mean, yeah. maybe I'm a wimp, but part of what I like about this movie is I actually think it is very... I mean, it's ridiculous when anyone is speaking, but anytime there's alligator action, I found it to be extremely tense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In particular, I know this is way at the end, but when she's swimming out through the... the through the, the drain? Pipe, oh, my God. And she sees the God. alligator from underneath. Yes. And the legs are just... Oh. <laughs> I hated that so much. <laughs> oh, so scary. Anyway, so she does get her dad back past the pipes and the alligator's too big to follow her. And her dad wakes up and explains that he came to the house because he wanted to make it stormproof, kind of. There's some things he wanted to do to make sure that it survived the right. storm, which she thinks is dumb because he's trying to sell it anyway. It's just and, dad you know, stuff. Yeah. Just doing yeah. dad stuff. Right. Yeah. And then he does the whole, like, watch out, there's a gator down here. And she's like, yup. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> fact. That is a fact. <sighs> in the In the scramble to get away from the alligator, she dropped her phone. And so she tells her dad that she's got to go get her phone to try to call for help, even though, you know, he doesn't think anybody will come and whatever. This is the one time in the movie where I was like, you're a fucking dumbass. For the most part, I actually think she handles things okay. But this part you're bringing up, we get there. I'm just like, damn it. Yeah. Well, and and I also really appreciate it as she's going, the, this already happened, but right when she's about to head down into the crossways in the first place and she puts her hair up. Yes. Like, yes. See, that's what real women would do. Yes. A real, a, a woman in that situation or a man with long hair. You're anybody going who's got into hair the get spider in. town. The hair goes up. The hair yeah. goes up. Yeah. Because you know what you don't need? Loose hair tickling your face and your neck and stuff. <laughs> We'll get there. You know we'll you... get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So anyway, she goes back to her phone, gets attacked by more alligators, and she gets bitten. This was another point in the movie that I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about this. But it seems like too many people are too okay after alligator yeah. wounds. Well, also tourniqueting, all that stuff is, no, it's a no. Yeah. Lots of tourniquets in this movie. Yes. And I... I mean, I think only two, three maybe, but still, that's I mean, more than it's like almost see. the entire cast of the movie. I mean, how yeah. many more tourniquets can we do? <laughs> I know. How many more things can we put a tourniquet on? <laughs> anyway, so she she ends up with an alligator bite and hiding in a little space. Oh, and this was after one of those conversations that I was like, how did how did you write this? Where she's going out after her phone, and she tells her dad to keep talking to her, you know, I don't know, to keep her mind off of it, or whatever, something, to let her know he's still awake, whatever the purpose. So he asks her about her race, and then she's like, oh, why are you asking about that? And he's like, you're the one who asked me to talk to you. And I was like, exactly. Exactly. The human drama like, in this is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. The, the thing, yeah. though, that drove me crazy is that she went out, got the phone, and instead of going directly back to the safe zone... She makes oh a my call God. from outside the safe zone. I watched this movie like three times, and every time I was like, time and a place. Hey, yes. You get back to the safety zone, and then you make the call. I feel like the rest Son of the of time that. she makes fairly intelligent decisions, but I was like, what are you even doing right now? You know no, you're right? in the alligator's danger zone. You get back. You get, 
and then you call. Yeah. <sighs> you don't get your phone out of the water and stay inside the shark-infested pool. You get out! Right? You get back on the boat! The same thing goes for bars and alligators, okay? Right. <sighs> Yeah, no, I had that same exact thought every time, too. I, I kind of wrote it off as, like, well, it's one of the things that happens in these yeah. movies, you know? People don't put themselves into the same right. spot before they start trying to call for help. That's just sort of the way these movies go, but still. I will say, still. I do, I the first time I watched this, when she got bit right away, I was like, oh, this is, I did not expect that. I thought we were building toward a bite. The bite seems like a second third act move, right not a, and i was just kind of like yeah. thank you for bucking my expectations and also making it very clear that my main character is actually in danger yeah right yeah I, there's a nastiness to this movie and a willingness to really injure your main characters <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. they introduced right away that made me love this movie okay yeah i mean she does move around really well on that leg yeah. for the rest of the movie yeah. which is a little bit it's not i mean in real life bullshit in this animal attack movie i'm i'm i know i get why if it bothers you i respect that i'm willing to forgive it just because i don't want to i just want to move forward to the next opportunity for bites (laughs) yeah i i forgive it just because i just consider it a a side effect of these kinds of movies yeah it's just the way these movies go where the the wounds are not realistic in that they don't really affect nobody's going into shock right everybody's wounds are not bleeding that much right you know (laughs) that would have been a gusher oh yeah but anyway in this special universe of animal attack movies we're gonna gonna give it a pass it was just an inconvenience yeah Yeah, it's fine so as the storm gets worse the basement starts to flood Mm -hmm. and Haley realizes that they can't make it to the stairs because of the alligators so they're trying to find another way out and she's looking through sort of that i don't really know what it's called the brick lattice that's at the bottom of a daylight basement Mm -hmm. kind of and she sees across the street that there are people who are looting the drugstore or the gas station yeah So she's trying to flag them down. Body count. (laughs) Right? You knew. The minute you saw them, you're like, "Mm -hmm." yeah. (laughs) Snacks. (laughs) Yeah. So they're looting the gas station, and they're trying to load an ATM into their boat. It's a guy and a woman, and the guy sees Haley's flashlight. And I did like that he was like, oh, no, it's people. We got to help. You know, because normally in that kind of scenario, you'd expect them to be like, ah, we got to get out of here, you know. But he really does try to go over and, and help. And while he's trying to walk towards Haley, the girl in the boat gets attacked. I love that. Because you think, yeah. oh, he's about to get bit. You're waiting for him to get sideswiped. And instead, in the right? background, you just see this alligator like chop, 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 chop. And the girl's <laughs> trying not to fall into its mouth. <laughs> the girl who had the white girl cornrows. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that feels Florida to me. Feels setting appropriate. <laughs> It does. Yeah. I mean, and I'm also glad that it wasn't a situation where the only people of color were like the people that were looting. <laughs> so yeah. it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. Could have been a lot, yeah. lot worse. This is one of those cases yeah. where I'm like, I'm okay with the lag and diversity in this movie. It was kind of funny, though, when the hood came off and I was like, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. That felt right. Yeah. That, that seems accurate. Mm-hmm. So she gets eaten. The guy in the water turns around just in time to see it happen. And then he gets attacked. And he makes it back to the gas station just in time to warn his brother, who's inside the gas station, to get out of the water. And then he's smushed and exploded against the glass. And uh, the guy in the gas station, I don't know. No matter how many times I watched this movie, I couldn't 
see what I was looking for in this because he stares up into you know the mirror that shows you if someone's coming uh-huh. around the corner or whatever. And I kept expecting to see the alligator behind him, but he kind of I never. It saw was a it. disturbance was in the there. water. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could see something was swimming around, and he had just seen something. It was basically letting the audience know that there was an alligator in there with him. Yeah. And him in there eating the old hot dog. (laughs) Oh, God, I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. So all three of these people get eaten, and Haley is still stuck in cross space. I think at this point, it's just a lot of escaping alligators, so I might get all the events out of order. But at some point, the police officers show up, because the one that was dating Haley's sister said that he would check on their dad for her when he thought she was going to turn around and not do it herself. Mm-hmm. So that guy and his and another police officer show up at the house in a boat and come into the house to look for them. And Haley and her dad are trying to get their attention down in the basement. And just as the ex-boyfriend cop makes it to the stairs and they're like, wait, 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 there's, a, there's an alligator down here. And so he immediately jumps back and tries to contact his partner, who is out in the storm just idly wandering towards what is clearly going to be an alligator. Yeah, you know? yeah. Even if you hadn't seen one, you're from Florida. You you're should in a storm know better. And that is not. Yeah, something's tugging on a tire swing. That's not a branch. That's not the tide. And who gives a shit about the branch? If it is a branch, it's a... Everything's underwater. Just let it go. And it's a tire swing. It's not like, oh, we got to save the tire swing. You know? So both the police officers end up getting attacked and eaten. And the the, the the boyfriend boyfriend one is great. Yeah. Because he lasts a while. (laughs) Also, I just love that jump scare of when the alligator comes up (sighs) out of the door and just snatches his ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I especially like it because of the two police officers, you'd think the one that's approaching the alligator outside of the house is the first one that's going to get attacked, but it's Ooh. not. I don't remember what exactly. Okay. I don't know. After this, it's just sort of a mad dash to get out. I think out. they just, at this point, she's like, okay, we got to get the fuck out of here. The only way out is yeah, this so she, thing. She tells her dad she's going to go for the drainage pipe, even though he doesn't think she should. He reset his leg in what I thought was a really Ooh, great yes. scene. Ooh, I really liked Ooh, that. And using leverage? I don't know that I would have come up with that in that if I was in that amount of pain. He had an exposed bone. And he was like, what tools and signs do I have to reset my own shin? I know we always talk about soft tissue damage and the small things being the worst things. The exception to that is a compound fracture for me. That is just as bad as clipping off a toenail (laughs) or a fingernail. Compound fractures are are the worst. I just, all I can think is marrow, marrow, marrow. (laughs) (laughs) And that squishy, wet flesh sound (gasps) he made when he slid the screwdriver (gasps) or the wrench or whatever it was into the, (sighs) so good. Yeah, excellent stuff. I really like that. This is not the last time we'll see his marrow, but we'll get there. (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, See his marrow. (laughs) Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's It feels like it's a part of my campaign platform. Right? Somehow. somehow. All, shoes on shoes on shoes or else you see the marrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mars. I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is weird. Let's continue. Yeah, it's, it's getting, getting weirder. weirder. I, I don't even know where we're at anymore. What reality is this? 
So Haley goes through the, the drainage pipe where she finds a lot of stuff. She finds the cop's body, which also means she finds a gun. Yeah. She finds alligator eggs that are hatching. I'm sorry, but the power of, of of baby alligators, that after all this, when we saw the baby alligator, I was like, Right! Oh! <laughs> right. What is wrong with me? All we've seen is alligators murdering people and getting murdered and, you know, and they're dangerous and scary. Yes. And the minute I saw that baby alligator, I was like, oh, baby. <laughs> I'm so glad it's not just me. Look at the little guy. He was so cute. Baby alligators are ridiculously They're so cute. cute. I agree. With their big buggy eyes and their awkward legs. And I don't really care for the way alligators look with their no, adults. No, 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 ma'am. You know, dino- scary dinosaurs. Yes, but, but a baby alligator? Babies? Oh, my God. Forget about it. So cute. Ugh. <laughs> God damn it. We're, we're broken. It's fine. It's fine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why babies are cute in the attempt to have someone look at them and be like oh, right so we don't eat them eat exactly it is a biological thing but it's just so funny that in the midst of this thing where alligators are not being shown in the most flattering of light right put a baby alligator in front of me and i'm like <laughs> i don't want to put it next to my Protect face it at all costs <laughs> <laughs> don't worry buddy i'll right? write you when you're big and That's scary like in my jacket we're getting out of this together <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so as Haley is in this area an alligator comes out of the water and kind of swallows most of her arm yes and she shoots it through the head somehow still but you know i don't know i feel like the first bullet would have resolved the problem but you'd think but no she has to unload the whole clip if not the first then the second right. but anyway whatever, whatever. So despite now having multiple alligator bite wounds, she still manages to swim out through the drainage pipe. And that's where we get that really scary scene where we see the alligator from underwater. Because you're used to seeing what they look like from the top. But seeing so much more of the Mm -hmm. alligator under the water. Oh, I don't know why it was so creepy. It was just dangling. I think it's also... Like just dangle legs, but... When they're above ground, I mean, they're dangerous and scary, obviously. But they're kind of awkward. But you... Now you're on their turf seeing them in the water to me is even scarier okay so Haley makes it okay again one of those things that i'm just willing to accept even though there is a large portion of my mind that's like there's no way but she manages to outswim multiple alligators in this movie which is just nonsense but whatever so she outswims the alligator makes it back to the house meanwhile the crawl space has been filling up with water and berry peppers running out of air and he ends up drowning basically as Haley is breaking through the floorboards to save him. Again, things, so many things I'm just willing to yeah, accept, but there's no, no way Haley could lift a full grown man soaking wet out of the floor yeah, like that, but sure, sure whatever. Not. Lifts him out, gives him mouth to mouth, and he comes back to life. Great. And they start to form a plan to get out of the house. They spot that boat that the looters were using across the street at the gas station, mm-hmm. and they decide to walk slowly towards it because the splashing will attract the alligators. As they're doing this, all of a sudden the storm clears because they're under the eye of the hurricane, which was a really creepy, yeah. creepy yeah. moment. And Barry Pepper's talking about how the levees are going to break and they need to get out of there before that happens. And, of course, they pretty much don't. They hear the sirens or whatever that warn that the levees have broken just as the eye passes, and so Haley outswims more alligators and gets to the boat, retrieves her dad and the dog, and then and just what I think is just so hilarious, because it just reminded me of that Jurassic Park scene. Yes. 
They're like, and now we're back in the deep. <laughs> because they make it to the boat. They're trying to get away. The levees have broken and sweep them straight back into the house Jesus, again. I know. I know. I think they're finally going to escape. No, ma'am. And it's not even like, oh, they ended up in a different house. Yeah. They ended up back in the same yeah. house, you know? <laughs> I actually really liked that. I thought it was good. Just salt in the wind. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually think it's a great set piece, too. The flooded water. Trying to negotiate yeah. on the things that are floating and knowing there's shit below. It's it's just, I, any minute that shark, or that not shark, but that alligator is going to come shooting out of the water. I thought this was really tense as well. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it do. It do. Yeah. It delivers. Yeah. So they all kind of get separated. And Haley's in the kitchen. She sees one of the police radios, so she's trying to fish that out of the water, and she ends up calling for help on it, or trying, you know. Barry Pepper gets his arm ripped off by an alligator, Ooh. which I was actually super surprised that that happened. I, I didn't think we'd have full limb removal. That thing, and it just you know? it just pops right the fuck off. It oh. is so gruesome. And that is the second time Marrow. I see Barry Pepper's marrow. <laughs> And the, oh, when the scene when sugar's swimming oh down my the god. Him, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I swear to God, if that dog goes underwater, okay, yeah. <sighs> so, but the dog. Yes, makes it. let me tell you something that I I discovered. Well, I didn't include this in my production notes because I wanted to talk about it when we got to sugar. But apparently, there were multiple versions of the script where the dog does not make it. Oh. Yes, in some of them, they're they they literally feed the dog to out al- the alligators to get away. <gasps> Oh my god! Which I would have, I would not have been able to them. handle yes. that. Other versions, the dog sacrificed itself, and there was just a tail that floats by. Ew! But at the end of the day, Alexander Aja said that he he decided he would just gonna play with the expectation of the dog dying. Because that was almost more yes. tense than it would have been if the dog had actually died. I think there's a lesson here. You get every ounce of the benefit of having a, the dog death tension in the movie, but you don't actually put your audience unnecessarily through the dog death. And in a movie like this, it's just dumb fun. I don't need that. I only want to see people right. get eaten. I don't want to see it happen to a fucking dog. Okay? I Sugar, know. trigger, whatever your name is. I don't want to see the dog die. Okay. So, and then he, the other thing what he said was, I'm trying to get my American citizenship, and I was told that I cannot kill any more dogs in movies if I want that. Oh my god, that's hilarious. True. And hilarious. No, that's my campaign platform. No more animal death, necessary animal death in horror films. Shoes on shoes on shoes. Vote for Marks. You have my vote. <laughs> I was on the fence with the shoes on shoes, but with the vo- with the dog violence, consider me your campaign manager. <laughs> I feel like that would be an effective like, platform. It's as good as any. <laughs> do you remember that 30 Rock episode that had Queen Latifah? She played one of the board members for the censorship board. And she's running for president, so Jack tries to find a guy to run against her, and he just finds this crazy guy named Steve Austin, who, he's like, and if you're blind, yes, I am the wrestler. Or, <laughs> God, my know. memory is such trash. I don't remember this, but it sounds hilarious. But all of his campaign platforms are like, yeah, a ghost in every house, and all this <laughs> just nonsense. 
and they're all not connected. It's just these random, not even real political issues because this guy is just like a nut job. That's what I feel like my campaign is. I like it. No more unnecessary animal deaths. Shoes on shoes on shoes. These all seem like winning. You know, you don't want to be on the wrong side of history with either of those topics. So I feel like you've got a winner. You've got a winner. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see someone try to debate you on those topics. What, you're the dog? You're for dog killing? You're for naked feet? Lose. Losing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'll have to run for mayor. Yeah. I mean, I feel Portland is very dog friendly. I feel like you're a shoe in Oh, yeah. So, done. Right. Just remember, we all got in on the ground floor, okay? We were all here when she launched her her political career, y'all. Today, mayor. Tomorrow, president. I'd vote for you. <laughs> I actually would vote for you. I think you'd be a really good president. <laughs> oh, that makes one of us. <laughs> I mean, I think you would not do anything real bad. That is good enough for me. Yeah, I'm also, like, really indecisive, though. Right. But you would, I think you would surround yourself with people who were good people. Oh, maybe we could be, like, a peaceful country based on my inability to make a solid I like decision. It. <laughs> or, like, riding the fence into the future. <laughs> Ooh, I, I can see that on the front of podiums. <laughs> you know, hope, change. No, riding the fence into the future, a better future. <laughs> vote Mars! A vote, for Mars. <laughs> a vote for Mars is a vote for maybe this will be all right. Yay! <laughs> I mean, it's honest. <laughs> all right. A vote for Mars is a vote for maybe this will work out. <laughs> I take a maybe. I take a maybe. <laughs> no. At this point, that feels right. like an improvement. anyway so one-armed berry pepper sugar and Haley make it upstairs and she sees the searchlight from a helicopter through the window Uh, they're in one of the bedrooms and so she's like oh we got to get to the roof to get to you know this helicopter and they're trying they're gonna try to go through a bedroom window i think and then as Haley's the only one in the room I think she was getting the radio or something, maybe? Or a flare? I thought she was trying to make it to the window. Maybe it was a flare. I don't Oh, yeah, there was there were flares That's what in it there. Was. And as she's doing that, the window breaks, water and an alligator rush in and slam the door shut and lock it with furniture. So Barry Pepper and the dog are on one side of the door, and Haley's on the wrong side of the door. And the alligator grabs her and does the death roll. Yeah. And as it's rolling her, she's she's set off a flare and it's on the bo- it's on the floor under the water. And so she's trying to grab it every time she spins around. And as dumb as this was, because you would that arm would have come right oh, yeah. out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. The, there would not have been three rotations here. And if there were, none of them would have had her thinking clearly enough to keep trying to reach for that flare. Yeah. You know what I mean? But whatever, again, one of the many things that I'm willing to just give a pass because of the nature of yeah. this movie. So she's Every time she makes a rotation, she reaches for that flare. She's having a flashback of when she was a kid and her dad was her swimming coach. And, you know, that stupid apex predator all day thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, she eventually does get the flare and stabs it into the alligator's eye and gets free. Everybody makes it to the roof and then they are saved. The end. There is, like, a moment where it looks like she's going to get snatched again, and then the alligator gets sucked off away. I was sucked like, away, yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> 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 All right, so that is Crawl. What did you think? I mean, it was what exactly what I was right. expecting it to be. Yeah. Fair. Very fair. Which is not a bad time, as much as there are so many things about this movie that, you know, are admittedly yes. dumb. It's still fun, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. It's still an enjoyable mm-hmm. watch. 
awesome yeah i'm i was yeah. we know i'm a big fan of this movie with the caveat of it is dumb as fucking shit right? <laughs> but who cares this to me is the epitome of what one of my co-hosts on the zombie girls calls a popcorn muncher you just turn oh. your brain off and just go along don't try to logic your way through it don't expect some big you know great human drama that is gonna shift your paradigm about human no it is giant alligators biting human peoples and that is all it is and that's all it needs to be and i'm okay with that i like sort of you know arty contemplative horror but sometimes you just want to watch dumb fun and to me this is this movie yeah it's the movie where you sit there and you just go okay okay sure okay Uh Uh uh-huh Sure, but that being said i actually think there's a lot of movies that qualify as just dumb fun but i think that this one is also pretty effective when it comes to being suspenseful because i thought the the cgi of the alligators was really good spiders not so much but the alligators i thought looked pretty great they did Uh, yeah i mean you could definitely tell that they were cgi they didn't look like there was a real alligator in the room at any point but they still looked looked good. good enough to be effective yeah and when they attacked that shit is brutal and that hiss that they make is just terrifying oh my god yeah but i think it's that last fact that it there's it's so brutal that really elevated this movie for me and i know this is something i have talked about a million times on the show that i do not like i find for the most part that animal attacks movies are disappointing because the thing that you're actually there for is not in the movie they're defanged haha pun when we watched 30, 47 meters down uncaged there is no blood in that movie and yeah. i the reason i love piranha 3d i mean even even more so and then this is because when the animals attack they are not fucking around there is blood there is dismemberment obviously like you said they bounce back from these injuries way too easily but the, but still we got to enjoy the attack right we saw two marrows double marrow <laughs> two out of two marrows that's the official right. score for this movie. <laughs> and so, and I think that this particular brand of fear is based in the intensity and the violence of these animal attacks in addition to the suspense leading up to them. And I feel like this movie delivers on both. It's not afraid to go there. It's not afraid to be a little nasty. You do think all of your characters could easily die in this movie. They don't, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did, which to me is part of the fun of one of these movies. We have some body count characters show up, so we get lots of disposable gore and that's fun. Yeah, as stupid as this movie is, it's actually not really a negative to me. Yeah. And I also think that as goofy as many things about this movie, actually, I think it's how you say her name, Scoldolero, is the main character. And I actually think she gives a pretty solid performance. She never, like, winks at the at the audience. She never bones it in. She is in full survival gear, yeah. girl mode, through the whole movie. I had the same thought. I really liked her performance yeah. and just the physicality that she had to have in this role. I really, I really like. There, yeah, I think she gave a really solid performance. When she's watching the people across the way get attacked at the gas station, she looks like she has is experiencing despair you know what i mean there are so many of these movies where the people are just so unbelievable 
But I actually found like she really was like, this is a serious movie and I'm going to really give my best performance here. And I, I think as goofy as the dialogue is in this movie, she manages to elevate it to a certain degree because I buy into her. I'm invested in her. And who cares about this apex predator stuff? But I kind of do because she seems to really care about it. Right. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I was very impressed by her. Have you seen Underwater yet? Okay. No. I, I think you would like Underwater. I do. It has Kristen Stewart in it, and I like her in it. And I think it's I. I really. That's another really dumb movie that I really like a lot. But I wonder, having seen this, what someone who could give this degree of expressive performance would would do in a movie like that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a whole other movie we'll get into. Someday, hopefully, it'll be on streaming, and then we can watch it, because that's another I do really super dumb, movie. fun movie. All right, you you talk, and I'm gonna look and see if it's available. Okay. I mean, I don't really have any other thoughts about it. <laughs> that's fair! <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, but did you, did you like it? Would you recommend it to someone else? It would depend on the person. Oh, I guess I did have one more thing I wanted to say. Just, you know, as as much as this movie is just dumb animal attack fun, I thought aesthetically it looked really yes. good. The whole thing, I thought, looked mm-hmm. really good. Shot selection, color palette, the set. Again, I thought that they just shot this in I was going to say, did the that, that they created this the, whole it's thing. It's kind of amazing, the production value that really looks like a small American town. Like, it looked real. So to find out yeah. that was a set, I was like, oh, okay. I assumed the yeah, under under the under the house thing probably was a set just because how do you get a camera crew into a space like that? But right. I did not think that everything else was. Yeah, so that was impressive. Yeah, aesthetically, I thought it was really great. And now I have nothing. Okay, else to say so you started about to say whether or not you would recommend this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would depend on the person. It would depend on if it was someone who, like you were saying, you kept recommending this to people and nobody watched it until me because you realized you weren't recommending it to the right person. that's true. So it it would depend on the person. Yeah, I would, I love this movie. I would recommend it to everyone and be annoyed when they don't watch it. But when the right person comes along and they do, I feel like they're going to have a good time. So audience, I'm talking to you. I feel like you're the right person. You should definitely watch this if we haven't already just spoiled the whole fucking thing for you. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay, cool. So now if you were going to watch this again, what would you pair with it? So based on the state this is supposed to take place in. And a key weapon that we get at a point okay. in time. Screwdriver. Oh, damn. Very. Orange juice for the sunshine state and screwdrivers for the Th- alligator This is eyeball. one of your best recommendations. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, this is excellent. <laughs> and you know what's funny is you warned me before we did this and I was like, eh, I'll come up with it in the moment. Came up with it in the did moment. You? That was genius. I thought of it like four seconds before I I'm said I'm very it. impressed. That's truly one of your best recommendations. What I originally was going to say, and this, I don't, I don't know if this is actually a drink or not. I just knew a, a neighbor or someone who used to drink these and they're super gross, but he used to mix beer and orange juice. Oh, gross. And it's so gross. And for some reason I was like, that's what I should go with because, you know, so much of this movie is just actually icky with the basement floor yeah. and the flood waters and everything. But then I no, think the screwdriver, it's screwdriver. The, the detail she... of her stabbing the eye with the screwdriver really puts this over the top. So yeah, yeah. 100%. One of your best ones. Screwdrivers. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Plus... Don't get that scurvy, folks. True. And I feel like there's probably a high percentage of scurvy in Florida. Should I cut that? Probably. Am I going to? Probably not. (laughs) 
we'll, we'll see on the day. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Cool. So for those of you at home that enjoyed the movie, we would love to hear from you. You can drop us a line at Rachel at zombiegirls.com or you can hit us up over on the Zombie Girls Facebook page. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. All right. So Mars. The next episode is a Mars pick, which means you get to select what we'll be watching. Have you decided what that's going to be? Yeah. Okay. So I have a movie that's been on my list for a while. It's on Amazon Prime. It's three and a half stars. I really can't get a read on if this is going to be awful or not. So I want to give it a shot. It's called Prey. It's from 2019 on Amazon Prime, like I said. And it follows Toby as he must survive an island retreat while a sinister force hunts him, leaving bodies in its wake. Ooh, that could either be real good or real bad. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. And three and a half stars, right on the cusp. Could go either way. Okay, well, fuck it. No idea. Listen, whether it's a good movie or a bad movie, we're going to have fun talking about it. So let's do it. We might discover a hidden gem. We might discover the movie that will finally beat Indigenous. Who knows? (laughs) Someone on the other day on the Facebook said something about Indigenous. I was like, does this person actually work on that movie? (laughs) I I had like a moment of paranoia where I was like, oh. Because that has happened before. That has happened. Indeed. (laughs) I like to forget about it, but at 3 a.m., my mind won't let me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Marzi, pray. Next episode. Let's do this. Cool. So in that case, you want to take us out? Thanks for coming back, folks. We'll see you next time. Go watch Prey on Amazon Prime, and we're going to talk about it. Bye, everybody. Bye. Jessica's. Where's its friend? I know there's a friend uh, in there. Oh, they both came out one oh, right okay, after good, the other. They came out holding hands. Oh, that's sweet. I'm not even that drunk. I don't know why I said that. That was weird. <laughs> Outtake. <laughs> Outtake unlocked. Maybe that was the second chess ghost. It just took a minute. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Maybe they're not friends. <laughs> It's like I had two chess ghosts in the docket and one was like, no, I hate that guy. <laughs> or maybe they're like secretly dating and so they have to like stagger when they exit <laughs> so nobody will like, catch on. <laughs> you go first, wait five minutes. And then See? You get it. <laughs> <laughs> this makes perfect sense. This isn't a weird statement that I made. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um... Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Oh, sure. wait, let me do oh. that again. <laughs> How have we done this 47 times? I don't know. <laughs> Three times I was like, I made a weird noise. Can we do it again? And then the next one was like, <laughs> Like, why did they keep getting higher and higher pitch? There's a piece of me that feels like maybe I'm just going to do a montage of your noises without any context. <laughs> Ooh, you okay? <laughs> I hate it when that happens. No, I have this. And this is like the daintiest. Co- I have the black lung cup. On that note, I'm going to stop recording. Because <laughs> clearly, we don't need a record of the things that are coming out of my mouth today. Mm.